What's up, Internet? You're tuned in episode 65 of the podcast. I'm your host, Peter Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friends, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello. And DJ, the content, I forgot your other nickname, Lewis. It's DJ Dead Air Lewis now. It was it DJ, was... the content, Dead Air Lewis. That was it. <laughs> I'm, Brand- I'm Brandon Pickle, right? <laughs> I'm Brandon Pickle. Brandon Pickle. <laughs> Brandon Pickle. <laughs> Actually, I think I'd really like to get Parker from Fanatics 4 to say Brandon Pickle in his weird Australian-British Kiwi accent, because that should be the name for that voice. That's the character. Oh, he is voice. Brandon Pickle. Yeah, that's, I am that, Brandon that's Pickle. I can't do it. That's that's why we need him. <laughs> wow, I'm chopped liver, I guess. No, no, you're great, man. Chopped I'm just saying. Liver, what? <laughs> Just having some fun, you know? It's just creating characters. It's called improv. Just say okay. yes, baby. You're the content. You're a dead air DJ. <laughs> now everyone's confused. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for joining us here on this episode of the podcast. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, um, thanks for tuning in. And uh, this is lootpots.com's weekly Nintendo podcast where we get together and talk about all things Nintendo. Uh, if you're a regular viewer, <clears throat> you know, thanks for joining us again. And uh, if you guys want to show your support for the show, make sure you hit that like button uh, wherever you are getting the show. And uh, subscribe to the RSS so you know when our uh, episodes go live every Monday and you can be up to date with all the cool stuff we're doing here on the podcast. And if you want to connect with us all around the web, you can visit us at lootpots.com. Follow at lootpots on Twitter. And uh, actually, by the time this is live, on Instagram. Go check out our Instagram. That's a thing now. And um, you can also head over to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash lootpots, where we're actually streaming. Um, we've already streamed a few times last week. By this time, uh, we should have a stream going on later today, probably. So go check out the Twitter. Make sure you know when we're going live over there and all the cool stuff we're doing. And I hope you'll come check it out. Last but not least, if you want to go above and beyond to show your support for the show, you head over to patreon.com slash lootpots. Hit us at that $5 level and get access to our Patreon-exclusive show, After Dark. And, uh, you know, hear us talk about everything that's not Nintendo. All right. So let's jump into the show. And uh, talk about what we've been playing this week, because this is the last week on on this earth. I mean, for most of us, it's probably the last week on this earth anyway, with how how everything's been going. But (laughs) on a less dark note, it's the last week on this earth without Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is, of course, going to be the only game we're playing for the next couple weeks. So what did you guys get in in this last quiet period before uh, before the storm? I want to hear from DJ first. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, this is a game I beat already, but I kind of wanted to go back to, and that's Coffee Talk. Nice. Um, which is a great game. It's like a game I couldn't stop talking about and reviewed on the site, actually. We're going to stream it, right? Yeah, we have to because it's just, it's that good. And it's one of those games where you can kind of get alternate endings in a way. Yeah. Um, and I wish like other games would take. Q, uh, as far as like what it does when it comes to what makes a game fun, because it's not difficult by any means, but it's still fun. And like, I haven't played a game like that in a very, very long time. Nice. So what, what about it got you? If it's, if it's not difficult, like, is it just because of like the dialogue options and the writing and stuff, or is there some other hook that I'm not aware of? Yeah. Well, just being into like games press. It's hard to, you know, view a game just based off of like one thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So between the art, the music, the simple gameplay, you're making coffee, you know, it's it's literally that simple. 
you can draw latte art. Um, it's just like oh, super right. simple. Yeah, and it's just super fun. Um, and the dialogue is just great. The stories are great. The way that they like mesh together is really, really good. Um, and the fact that you can kind of get uh, varying story beats based off of whether or not you like screw up a drink, which I did do a few times. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. One time on purpose because I wanted to see what would happen. And then <laughs> like there, there are actually a few times where you're just kind of like, what? What is what is in this? Like, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, and then you end up screwing it up. And it doesn't like make you go back and make it again. They never make you make it again. It's just like, oh, this is fine, I guess. Um, but it, it actually changes the story um, going forward. So it's really interesting. And the reason I'm picking it up again is because I looked back and it kind of gives you like a progression bar. And I was only maybe 75% like complete with the game. So oh. there's like um, endings and, and stories where if you go back, you get like um, a different story. Like so, branching paths. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to cool. kind of explore that. So, nice. Yeah. Good to hear that it's got some replay value. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to grab that one this week, but I just never got around to it. I figured I was like, oh, DJ wanted to stream it with me anyway. We'll get around to it mm -hmm. later. Come back to it. Yeah. So what about you, Steve? Did you end up uh, playing some more Divinity Original I've, Sin 2? Uh, yes, before? so much. Yeah? Yeah. I'm on. How much? I'm through to Chapter 2, so I finished Chapter 1. I've escaped um, Fort Joy. I'm uh, on my way to try and find someone who can take off the... Um, the collar I'm wearing, which won't mean anything if you haven't played this game. Um, it's, it's, it means it's hot. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So I've got a full party of four people. I already have been someone off for a, a bad person. Um, Fane, he's an absolutely awesome character. I kind of wish I'd played him at the beginning. So when I selected my character, I, went, I actually selected Fane. And it comes up with a warning saying don't play as a, you might not want to play as an under person as your first, kind of on your first playthrough because if okay. you um, want to heal uh, someone who's undead, you have to take poison, not health potion, and they're quite few and far between. Um, and like any of the revive spells or um, like rejuvenate spells, none of them work on an undead person. It actually ends up uh, hurting them and harming them oh, rather, that's than, cool. uh, rather than rejuvenating them. So uh, <laughs> I found that out the hard way. Um, but I've just managed to uh, complete his kind of story arc, which was he was looking for someone had stolen his mask. Um, because as the undead, he looks essentially like a skeleton. He doesn't look like a real person. And he had this mask that he could put on and transform his form into either a human or a lizard or a, a bunch of other forms. And so now I've got that mask back from the person that cool. stole it from him. And I've just transformed into a human. But he can at any time choose to like transform the way he looks into a lizard. So if he needs to like talk to another lizard who only wants to talk to a lizard, he can kind of transform the way he looks based on what mask he wears and he's got the, he's i found this like contraption that he can literally tear faces off of dead bodies so he'll like he just like rips the face off of someone's corpse it's absolutely insane and just makes the body that's explode it's <laughs> walking dead shit man it's such, yeah, such a cool game though that's um, something else man i'm having an absolute blast with it and i i kind of think it's um made me question how much time I'm going to spend in Animal Crossing now because uh, it's literally wow. all I've wanted to do was just get back that. and play this. Um, and the, the story's great. There's all there's always so much to do. Literally, now I'm out of the fort, which was kind of like the chapter one's kind of like training you and you get like a, to touch on absolutely everything. Now I'm out of that. 
um, there's stuff everywhere, and you can quickly find yourself walking into a battle that you're totally unprepared for. You've got like half health, no potions. Your magic shield isn't kind of up to full uh, full whack, and you just accidentally walk into a uh, a battle. So I've had to learn to kind of save scum a little bit. There's like a quick save option in the in the menu, and I think they kind of have put that in to encourage you to to quickly save and save often. One thing I will say is the save is quite slow. I don't know if that's just a switch only thing, but um, when you click save, you have to kind of wait a couple of minutes before it will pop up and say that the game's saved. So if you kind of pro- are progressing quite quickly, you might lose some of your progress there. But if you can if you can wait a little bit, it's been it's been pretty good. Nice. I'm really interested to see what what your relationship like is with this game once Animal Crossing's out. <laughs> yeah, I feel like me it's too. really it's really easy for you to say, Oh, I don't know. Like maybe this is gonna make me play less Animal Crossing, but then you're gonna have Animal Crossing. I know Animal and... Crossing's coming tomorrow. Like yeah. so none of us have played it yet, but I, all the reviews no. are in and it's um it's looking like it's gonna be a good one, so yeah, I, yeah. I, I I'm hoping it. I can I'm hoping I can at least start it tonight. Um We'll see if I make it to midnight. I'm very tired already, and it's you know, only six thirty. See, it's so. an hour and a half for me until it comes out here. But I've bought physical, so I have to wait till the postman comes tomorrow. <sighs> that's the worst. And that's yeah, it. That's and that's so if it arrives, because like Amazon yeah. have been emailing people today yeah. saying that they're delaying it. I don't know if it's gonna even show up because of obviously the, yeah, the coronavirus. So if it doesn't show up tomorrow, I'm buying it digitally. I had a bunch of friends reach out to me and and send me screenshots of their stuff getting uh, delayed, and they're like, what the hell? No. Like, I'm not going to get it until Monday now. It's like, oh, no. I would buy it. Yeah. Buy a second copy. I would buy that digitally or go out and get a second copy somewhere. But, I mean, you can always get the GameStop. They're open, so. Yeah. They are (laughs) essential retail. Essential retail, baby. 2020. Nothing more essential to the gaming industry than uh, GameStop, right, Reggie? Mm. Okay, so for me this week, uh, I just played a bunch of filler because I'm killing time until Animal Crossing comes. I played more League of Legends. Uh, I did a stream of Punch-Out and Letter. me and DJ streamed Letter Quest while we're testing the stream and everything. Uh, Over on twitch.tv slash loopots, check it out. We're going to be streaming there every week now, so come check it out and join for the next stream. Where's the Witcher? And where is Resident Evil? I don't care about The Witcher right now. <laughs> and the last thing I want to do right now is play a game about a disease outbreak. You know what? Okay? Like, seriously, I've got to wonder if it's going to affect The Last of Us 2. Like, do I really want to play a game that's like the life right now? Or do I, I mean, want to play some, something Some people are like into chill? that. I think, I think I will want to play The Last of Us because, yeah. like... Even the most stressed out I ever was in that game, it's not the same level of stressed out that you are in RE, at least yeah, in my experience. Because, no, like, if you die, it's like, all right, I'll go back to the last checkpoint. It's fine. Like, <laughs> you know, it's not that oh. big a deal. You know, there was one other thing I played at the weekend. My parents came to visit me before like, everything went crazy. And um, we finally beat Pandemic. Like, for the first time, I played the, the board game Pandemic, and we actually saved the world from a virus. So there's some good news. There you go. Like, if the World Health Organization needs some help, I am um, I am here. For I am available. <laughs> <laughs> Plug your Twitter. <laughs> Just hit up at SteveUK226 if you need help solving the COVID crisis. Solving. 
He's a he's a he beat pandemic, so he is ready for your call. You're basically just as good. Like yeah, I bit it on e- I bit it on easy mode. So yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> so you you've just been like playing filler stuff this week, ready for the meat and potatoes, which is coming tomorrow, right? Yeah, that's that's the realness, you know. Is that I'm just waiting for I'm waiting for Animal Crossing, man. You know. So is Animal I'm, Crossing like the one game? that you play like for me i always need like a resident evil or like yeah, some, yeah like something a side else. game yeah yeah see <laughs> i i always usually juggle it with another game yeah. but i think i'll probably like if i if i am feeling up to it because i have animal crossing to balance i'll finish re2 if not i'll get doom cool i'm getting re3 it's coming out in april that's like half. i'm not getting re3 until i beat <laughs> re2 <laughs> And Nemesis looks absolutely fucking hench. I cannot wait to. Uh, yeah, dude, on. that trailer was something else. Those that that engine is beautiful. It really it's is insane yeah. how good I everything. I really is. wish they would port it to Switch. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. No, I don't either. Eventually. No, I, yeah, yeah. It'll look a lot worse, but you could probably make it work. I could live with a lot worse. I mean, I doubt with yeah. DJ's face looking like something from a from an old Nokia. Earlier on, just so. triangles. <laughs> <laughs> it's no different than usual. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the news this week. Uh, we're gonna kick things off with the Nindy World presentation because they showed off twenty new indie games, and that's a lot to talk about. And uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot of the other news, it's we'll see if we get to it. This is what I really want to talk about. So let's start before we get into like the nitty gritty of what was shown and, and and everything. Like, what did you guys feel about this direct overall? Like, it's been a long drought, you know, since we had kind of a, a more general direct. Obviously, um, some people don't really feel like the indie directs count. I don't necessarily agree with that. But with such a long wait. How did this direct land for you? Did you like it? Were there a lot of games that you were excited about? How did you feel about the pacing of it? Yeah. Well, I thought that in general it was actually pretty good. Um, if let, Let's say, you know, I don't I don't like to think in terms of percentages, but, you know, out of all the games, there were two or three that I, you know, was actually really interested in. And that's rare for me. Because usually when I go for even a general direct, even if I get one game, it's like, okay, this is worth it. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So so to get like two or three, like The Last Campfire, super interested in that. Um, Quantum, what was the uh, Quantum shooter game? Quantum League. Um, Quantum League. That looks yes. really interesting. Um, and then there were like a few like Baldo. Um, yeah. That pretty good. Or Baldi, I forget what it's called. Baldo. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they all looked pretty good to me. So, you know, I know a lot of people were kind of unhappy with it. So I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Yeah, what do you think, Steve? Um, not much, to be honest. It didn't really do anything for me. There was that, like, looking through the games, most of them were very similar to one another in my eyes. A lot of them were kind of cell shaded in style. There were a lot of platformers. There was a lot, a lot of, of life sims. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff. I was just like, I was like, nah, this isn't for me. And fair enough if it is for you, but. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more, to be honest. And the one more thing, I'm not fussed about Enter the Gungeon, so Enter the Gungeon yeah. 2 was, like, not a big surprise. Uh, Exit uh, the Gungeon. Exit the Gungeon, that's the one. <laughs> I, See, you can I, tell, really lo- I love it so much, I don't even know the name of the game. <laughs> I do really like that name. I'll give them that. That's a really clever name, I think, for a sequel. Um, 
Yeah, I'm with you, Steve. This was, I think, the most disappointed I've been in any Nintendo Direct in quite some time. Wow. Um, and not because I thought it was, like, bad, but none of these games really stuck out to yeah. me. Like, Exit the Dungeon is obviously a big deal. Last Campfire being, like, the first game from Hello Games since No Man's Sky. Like, that's a big deal, but I don't... I, they're... I walk away from every single indie direct, usually with at least one game where I'm like, this game looks hot and I want to play it. And I didn't feel that way about any of these. There are a few of them where I was like, I could see myself playing it. I could see this being good. But it's not like you're so excited and buzzing for it. Whereas whereas like previous ones of of Indie World, we've seen Untitled Goose Game get announced. And like and you saw that and you'd be like, Wow, yeah, I really want to play that or we've seen Crosscode come in or I was or hoping like going into this, how many we were like, how many games we were like, Oh, I want see, I wanna see an update on Eastward, I wanna see yeah. more of Skatebird, like I wanna see more of this, I wanna see more of that and we I don't feel that way about any of these the games. Problem Except think, for I'm sorry, go ahead, Steve. The, I think the problem we've had is all of the games I'm excited for updates for, Eastward, Maneko's Night Market, Crosscode Sports Story aren't North American games. Mm. So they're all going to get overshadowed. But then even then saying that, they they showed showed a lot of European games in this. There was a lot of um, non-English speakers on screen, which was great to see. It was nice to see the actual devs get some screen time rather than just showing trailers of their games, which was nice. They could kind of give a bit of context and a bit of explanation around it. But really the only game that stood out for me was The Last Campfire, and mainly because it's from um, Hello Games, and it's like, I'm ex- the game itself didn't do that much for me, though. Really? I, the aesthetic of it is nice. I, that's what I thought. Like I thought the aesthetic was nice. I saw some kind it, of environmental puzzler aspects to it. Yeah, but it's like, how many cel-shaded environmental yeah. puzzlers do we need? You know, And like, I think that's the problem I had with this, is like looking at this, I don't feel like many of these games look very unique. Like they feel a lot of them feel similar to each other or similar to a lot of other games. Like There was a lot of slice of life stuff. And it's like, man, I don't... In twenty in twenty twenty, the year of our Lord, you're gonna put out a slice of life game in the spring or the summer when Animal Crossing just I came know. out. There was there was another it seems one. Seems like that a bad idea. It was um, Summer in Mara. I was like, wow. This I really one, like. I know, but it's coming out in spring twenty twenty. It's yeah. like, what are you doing? It's like a three D Stardew Valley. I was like, yeah, great. I'm totally up for this kind of game. But Animal Crossing's out tomorrow. It's like, yeah. I'm. I'm I was not totally up play for it. this game. Last year, yeah, I was totally up for this game uh, two months ago, yeah. but now, no, I'm not. There were, like, I'm there were still couple, be playing Animal Crossing. There were a couple of games in the Sizzle Reel that um, caught my eye as well. Sky, um, but mainly because that's from that game company, which is the company that one behind Journey, I am interested in. Journey, Flower, and Flow. And this mm-hmm. was previously an exclusive to iPhone and iPad. Now it's coming to Switch as a console exclusive, a time console exclusive. Um, they've only announced it for Switch so far as, as the only other platform. Um, which is The only other game that stood out to me was Moving Out, and we've seen that Super Superliminal did for me as well, which is a, a, another environmental puzzler. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see more of it. I'm, I, I like those kind of games, though, so I'm, I'm constantly playing things like Talos, The Witcher, uh, The yeah. Witness, sorry, and... Um, the Witcher? Yeah, I'm, I'm not playing <laughs> The Witcher. Environmental puzzle of The Witcher 3. <laughs> uh, pixels in chat, we know it. <laughs> you say The Witcher enough times and he shows up like fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah. But in honesty, like, I feel like part of the hook of this Direct was how many of these games were Switch-timed exclusives. 
right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, most, most of, of them, them were. Yeah, like the first several were were Switch time exclusive. And that, to me, says something, whether the game, you know, doesn't hit a lot of beats or not. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, a lot of these games and a lot of these publishers and developers want their indies on Switch. And yeah. it kind of solidified, if it didn't already, it did now that, like, the Switch is the place to be for an indie. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I think that's why you see so many of these come to Switch first as console exclusives because your game will probably sell best on Switch. Yeah. So if you can get Nintendo to pay you to make it an exclusive there for a limited amount of time, that's a win-win-win yeah. for you. Because it gets uh, it gets released to your biggest market first. It's also still on PC, which is probably your second biggest market. And if it comes to Xbox and PlayStation 4 later, great. If it doesn't, oh well, you probably already made your money. Yep. You know? So yeah, it seems like a good move for them. Uh, so I, let's just jump into the games that were, and uh, we'll see what's up. Um, there were three that launched directly after the presentation. They were Exit the Gungeon, Skyracket, and a demo of Moving Out. Uh, I, It's like, I almost got Exit the Gungeon, but I'm like, I never even played Enter the Gungeon. People told me that I would like it, and I'm sure I would, but I didn't. So it's like, meh, all right. Yeah, I'm but uh, <laughs> what's that? I said, yeah, I'm with you. I, yeah. you know, I didn't, I didn't get... Uh, particularly excited about you know the the shadow drops or the demos or or anything like that. i'm sure it's good though like people yeah, love yeah. the original yeah. i can't imagine that the follow-up isn't going to be serviceable at least sure um and it's cool that they shadow drop such a big indie title mm-hmm. you know like, yeah obviously that's a game people have been excited for so that's dope feels like a crappy uh, but- time for them to shadow drop a game though like three days before the biggest release of the year yeah, but I don't. I don't feel like those are games that are going to necessarily compete with each other. Like, if you want Exit the Gungeon, you'll pick it up, and like, I feel like you can. Like, that would be a great side game if, alongside I Animal think Crossing. This, to jump in, jump out. I think if this direct had come earlier in the month, probably when it was originally due, because it feels like yeah. these have been pushed back yeah. from where they were, that would have had a bigger impact. Of well, shit, there's nothing else to play really at the moment. I'll pick this up and I'll. Uh, have something to fill in the time as you've been doing with a bunch of rando games before yeah. Animal Crossing comes. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. If it had come out a little bit earlier, I might have bid on it. Yeah, and I really think it was meant to. I like. I really, really think it was meant to. Yeah, me too. I think. I, I, think, I, think, you're probably I right. think probably the the coronavirus had something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, you have to imagine. Uh, so we already talked about this one a little bit, but Last Campfire from Hello Games is this uh, cel-shaded, you know, story-driven, very, like, very pretty aesthetic puzzler, platformer kind of game that's coming out in the summer. This one do anything for you guys? Yes. Yeah? <laughs> I know you said that was one of the ones. That, so what about it stuck out to you, DJ? I am a sucker for, like, you know, I don't want to say sappy, but like, you know, sappy story. Oh, sad boy games. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, like, it's about a game where you're just trying, you're just trying to find home. And like, I'm, I'm so down for that. And I just, Bringing I love people back from the dead. Yeah. Like I love, I love the character. He looks like a marshmallow with like a pillow on his head. He is cute. I'll give you that. Yeah. Like, yeah, he'll oh, make can you imagine oh, an amiibo? He reminds me of the, um, of the, the main character from Journey a little bit. Or uh, oh, the little big planet sack boy kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Not in a bad way. He looks like a, the adventure time person, you know? Yeah, he does oh, look like the adventure time person. Yeah, he does yeah. kinda look like Finn. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so then we also got Blue Fire from Roby Studios. This was um, – I don't remember this one. <laughs> I'm reading the description. This was the and I'm first like, game they started with this before they Oh, came with the in. ninja one. Yes. This one I actually thought looked all right. This was pretty cool. It's like a 3D platformer. It got, has like iNinja vibes kind yeah. of if you guys ever played it was like that a, game. It was like a fast-paced like um, 3D platformer style thing, right? Yeah, you're doing wall running, you're fighting bosses and stuff. I, this I one thought looked it looked really stylish, and if they can pull yeah. it off based on the trailer, I think it will probably be a, a fairly fun game. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that working out. Uh, <laughs> so then we, then we had Baldo from Naps Team, which are two hilarious names. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another, it's like a action RPG, puzzler, and... Yeah, Studio Ghibli inspired. Yeah, and an open, interactive open world. It looks a lot like, um, like Nino Kuni. I was, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I had that written down in my notes. It's a very yeah. Nino Kuni style. That's the first thing I said to a friend. Like when when you say that it's uh, Studio Ghibli inspired, it's like no, no, but like really, like a lot. Like it looks exactly like Studio Ghibli. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that though. I love that. Yeah. No, I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Um, it's just like. They're not shy about that influence, I'll tell you that. No. Uh, so then we had I Am Dead from Hollow Point. <laughs> Which is, frankly, Which... like the worst time to release a game with this name is right yeah. now. Uh, but, but it's like, what are you supposed to do? This is, what are you supposed to do, though? This is probably like, the only other game I was excited about. Like, I thought this game looked absolutely gorgeous, and the concept behind it looked really cool. Um, yeah, it has like a very interesting art style. It's like very like like low poly with very very bold colors no lighting or shading yeah. it's like very it's like exactly distinct. like um donut county yes yeah and it's funny because it's like this little like port town type of environment and like there are people but there are also bird people mm-hmm. which i thought was weird <laughs> um but the entire thing is that you play like an old man who's lived in uh the the town like his whole life and dies and then gets all these ghost powers and can like explore the town using his afterlife abilities and solve puzzles and like learn about the people and what their lives are like and it like it gave me kind of like majora's mask vibes a little bit in that way specifically that's interesting except less brown right yeah (laughs) Yeah. the game's not brown it's gray um (laughs) i thought it was purple that's the just just the the mask you know, I uh, know. <laughs> so yeah, I thought I thought that one looked looked pretty good as well. Um, it didn't knock my socks off, but it looked all right. Mm. Uh, so then next up we had Bark. Oh god, um, Bio Interstellar Arc Bark, which is just like it's a side scroller. It's a bullet like, hell shoot 'em up. It's like shoot 'em up kind no. of game, yeah. And yeah. I know it's a party yeah. game, and there's like you can bring multiple people in, and it could be fun in yeah. in that regard, but. I know, there's, it just looks no. generic, yeah. Like, and I don't. It, it looks fine. It, it kind of reminded me of like Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. If there were less things to do, <laughs> wow. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, you know. You're savage today. Uh, so I'm tired, and I'm tired, and, and I want to play Animal Crossing. Okay. Okay. So next up, we got Cyanide and Happiness Freak Apocalypse Part One, uh, which. It's like kind of interesting. Like I like story-driven, like choose your own adventure style games, but like I, I don't know. 
I feel yeah. like cyanide and happiness was a thing like in 2010, and it's like we'd all moved on from it, but apparently it's still a thing. No, it's never going to stop either. I don't get it. It's like, yeah, I just don't get it. The way, they, like... the way they introduced it, though, I think, like, was, was it, it was probably one of the most interesting introductions they had during the stream. Yeah. With the character, yeah. you know, and the, yeah. the mutant. It was, it was like a solid gimmick. Yeah. I definitely, uh, I'm not, I'm I, not opposed. I don't like the sound of part one and it being an episodic thing. I'm never a fan of waiting for things. <laughs> To me, it really depends on, like, the the output of them. Like, if part two comes, like, in a month or two, fine. If it's, like, another year or something like that. If it's, like, a doubt yeah, room situation and then we're still waiting for... Yeah, where it's like, oh, you, you ready to wait, like, two more years for Delta Room part two? Yeah. And by part two, I mean the rest of the game. <laughs> Toby, you're killing me. You're killing me, Toby. Oh, All right. Man. So uh, next up, we had Summer and Mara. We talked about this one. This is like you have your own island you need to take care of. Yeah. You can also like <laughs> sail on a boat to other islands in the area. There's like farming and yeah, it's, crafting it's, and exploring. It looks great. It does, it's but just... my time at Porsche looked great. And then I reviewed it and it didn't look so great. So yeah, I think we need to reserve judgment. I know Chloe's timing also be... for this is terrible. Yes, Coming out in spring is. for this is just a, a nightmare choice. I know, I know Chloe's reviewing this one for us, so I'm looking forward to hearing what um, she's got to say about. It. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, if if she likes it, I'll keep it on my wish list and maybe pick it up when it's on sale the next time there's a drought or something, and I need something quiet to play. <laughs> uh, Quantum League was one of the ones that you called out, DJ. This was uh, they called it a revolutionary time paradox shooter. So this is basically an FPS where everybody's tracer from Overwatch and has like time travel powers and like your positioning of your character in the past affects the strategy of the game. And it, it sounds really cool. It's a game that I feel like I really need to play before I can under like decide if it's good or not though. Like if that's a good idea. Because yeah. it sounds cool in practice. I don't know how fun that's going to be, though. Yeah, and, and like I had this feeling with um, that one game that was in a direct where you would like, what was it? You would shoot like body parts and they would get really big. Yeah, it's the Morph one. Morphe's oh, Law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morphe's Law. Uh, and I honestly never touched it. So and, and that's the problem. Nobody else touched it. And, <laughs> yeah. and it kind of died out. It fizzled out and I had to relaunch the game. And it just didn't go so great and i can kind of see what happened with this it needs to be an overwatch or a fortnite or something like that to bring in the players yeah because the gimmick is cool i think but you have to have absolute shit loads of marketing behind it like call of duty just re reduced like it introduced their yeah. thing and it's like you don't need it if it's really good though because think about PUBG. PUBG was a game that came out of nowhere and exploded because it was good and it tapped into something yeah you know? Yeah, fair. So it it could it could make a difference. Um, but I, I I don't know. I'm I'm interested in it. I just I'm not. It's not one that I'm like dying for either. You know. Yeah. So um, sorry. One second. I was just telling Pixel to go fuck himself in our Twitch chat. Uh, okay. So this next one's the Good Life from White Owls, uh, where you play a journalist from New York and uh, head out to search to research Rainy Woods which is the happiest town in the English countryside, but it also hides a great secret. 
You don't remember this game at all, do you? No, no, it's the one where people turn into dogs and cats. Yeah. It was just good copy. I just liked it. <laughs> so it's it's about a town and people turn into dogs and cats. I was going to say, there's no way you re- you would just read read that press release and not bury the lead of the fact that you can play as a fucking that was why I was doing golden it. It was retriever. Funny, and you stepped on the joke. <laughs> you can turn. Yeah, well, and then there's also high quality sheep riding. Uh, that looks pretty good. There's some high sheep, quality. sheep riding. You get to log on to Netscape Navigator on like a Windows 95 computer, which is like you can take, a nice blast. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. You can I'm take pictures in. of flowers. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know. Does this do anything for you guys? No. Yeah, absolutely. It looks, no, it looks um, cheap. You don't want to live in a, move to a backwoods British town, Steve? I literally live in one. It's like, <laughs> I'm all right, but thanks. Do people turn into dogs and cats there? No, and we also don't... Um, we don't have murders here, so that's also a thing. Real talk, this is one of the weirdest premises I've ever seen for a video game. Like, like, I, this is so weird. This is one it's of the weirdest weird trailers that one ever. Where you're a bird on a skateboard that was like re- revealed at that last one. Skatebird. That was so weird. That that looks awesome. Yeah, it's and, and it's awesome. Bizarre. It looks weird, and it's awesome. Yeah, but I'm so excited. Did you hear that there might be a new Tony Hawk? Did you see that? Yeah, I did hear about that. Oh my I'm god! Really, really, really excited I'm so for a new Tony Hawk. But Skatebird is going to be the thing that fills that void in my life because it's just like, hey, instead of Tony Hawk, you get yeah. Tony like Tony Bird Parakeet. No, it will be Tony, Tony Parakeet. <laughs> <laughs> also, the entire soundtrack is lo-fi hip hop, and you get to dress the birds up in little outfits. Oh, that game on. is going to be game of the year. That's so, awesome! Yeah. I love but the, it. But it's the, the problem is going to be is the Tony Hawk's going to come out. And then Skatebird's going to come out like a week later or something. No, Skatebird's going to come out soon. No, it's not. I'm calling it. Is it it actually like, um, didn't it get delayed a few times? I know it's like, it's been on Kickstarter for a long time. I think it's already out on PC. Is it? It's in early access. Yeah. And and I don't, I don't think that they have like a hard release date for Switch yet. Cool. Um, But the next one we got is uh, Pixel Junk Eden 2, which I... I don't know. Like the I've played the original Pixel Junk a little bit and it like it didn't grab me but like the visuals are really cool and like this trailer was also similarly very cool. I wrote down uh one line for this on my notes as I was watching it which says does nothing for me. There you go. <laughs> Isn't and, that and, like 3 quarters of the game? And I literally yeah. no, because I I've got notes on every game, and that's literally the only one that I've wrote does nothing for me. Although I, I wrote remember. I wrote one word for Quantum Leap, which was nope. <laughs> that was it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Nobody is I, down I, for my games, man. It it looks all right. I just I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, know. I don't remember this one. Not memorable to me. So uh, next up was Feria from Abraham, which this blew my mind because Feria it's it's like a it's like a board game slash card game thing, and I knew about this game because my ex girlfriend downloaded it as because it was like a free to play game on Steam and played it on my old PC when okay. we were together like an insane amount one summer, and I haven't thought about it since then because this was like two or three years ago, and I was like, <laughs> all right, Feria, good for you, coming to Switch. Cool. You guys, you guys go. I'm so like sick of deck building games, though. It's like, cool. It's maybe a three year old game, but I don't need another deck building game. It's we a just had that little Witcher one again. Like it's a, yeah. again a little bit different, but it's another deck building game. This one's free to play, though. 
Oh, fair enough. It's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, from what I understand, it's a good game. I never really touched it much, though. Uh, Eldest Souls. You think they were trying to get on that Elder Scrolls money with that one? I Eldest think so. Souls? Yeah, come, I come, so. On. come on, guys. Get that SEO. Doing? Yeah, this was like, uh, it's a grim, dark, pixel, boss rush fighter game. Do you know, visually Kind of gave me style. Dark Souls vibes. Look at that, like, huh? visually in style. Look at the, if you click through to it, look at the top right screenshot. So much like Moonlighter. Unbelievably oh, yeah. like Moonlighter. Yeah, for sure. And even, like, the actions and the swing actions, like, when they're, they're fighting the bosses and stuff, it's, like, straight out of a Moonlighter battle. Yeah, it definitely has a very similar look to it, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, no, Moonlighter it's not a bad thing. Great, I really so. like Moonlighter, and yeah. I think this game looks looks great. I'm not a big fan of boss boss rush games, but um, I, th- I think it looks like it's going to be a really good one. Yeah, I'm feeling about the same of it. I think it looks great. It's just not a game that I'm interested in. Uh, we talked about this one a little bit. Moving out, uh, we've seen this one in the past, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But it's more or less like if you guys have ever played Overcooked, it's very much like that but with moving or like uh very similar in gameplay style to stretchers it's pretty that much, just it's came exactly out recently stretchers really it's like to me to you chuckle vision style the stuff into a van looks like frogger yeah. to me i could see that yeah it's got it's got frogger vibes because you gotta like dodge the cars and stuff when you're moving across the streets and stuff and for sure yeah but i, I think this game looks great i'm interested in it but i was already interested in it so it's like this trailer didn't do much for me it's just like, okay, cool, more. Just put it out. Why are we showing it again? I mean, to be uh, fair, then, it was in the sizzle reel. It's not like it was like shown in the, the main presentation. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then we also had Sky Racket. This was another one that was in the sizzle reel, uh, where it's kind of like a – they call it a shmup breaker, where it's like it's like a shoot 'em up but also like a block-breaking block game. So it's like you have two characters with these, like, tennis rackets and you hit balls and they bounce and you break the blocks but it's also a shoot 'em up and there's boss it's in, i don't know it looks kind of fun i can see it being good uh and then we got very very short looks at a bunch of other games that have been in other places so we won't talk about them too much but blair witch bounty battle dicey dungeons ghost of a tale sky children of light which is the that game company game we called out earlier and uh super liminal and wingspan None of them really like did too much for me except I know for a lot of people children. So excited for Blair Blair Witch. I don't. I feel like it came out and didn't do very well, ratings wise though. Oh, right. Like I don't. I don't think it did super well. Okay, not not so excited for Blair Witch. Then. Uh, it's got a seven out of ten on Steam, so not great. Yeah, but not not bad. It not, might... not terrible. Yeah. IGN gave it an 8.8. That's not that bad. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Looks like it could be good. Maybe check it out. So, overall, it was an all right direct. It, it was all right. I'm I, I'm glad we got one. It didn't it didn't knock my socks off, but it was all right. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Apparently, all the right. rumor is there was meant to be two for March. I'm counting this as one. And I'm hoping yeah. there's another. Let's just put it there that There should way. be another real one another. now. Like a, and a, I'm, a hoping, I'm hoping that wasn't the rumored delayed um, one from Sakurai. But say no more. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of which, uh, that's the only other news 
item that we'll talk about today is that Sakurai spoke in uh, his column in Famitsu that there is a possible delay to the Fighters Pass Volume 2 due to COVID concerns. Um, again, not super surprising, right? We know that COVID is in, you know, it's putting a lot, sending a lot of devs home. So mm-hmm. the Smash team is obviously no exception there. And you got to imagine that Sakurai is probably <laughs> of a higher risk than most people because his immune system's got to be shot to shit the way he lives. <laughs> <laughs> he he also specifically uh, called out the fact that they're putting restrictions on business travel in Japan. So it's hard for him to meet with partners far away. Right. So if he needs to go from Nintendo to go meet another publisher, it would be, it's a, discuss like their plans for a new fighter it's really difficult for them to do that at the moment um they right. haven't to do it over the over the phone or, or just not at all so um they've also urged everyone to stay at home um so it could just be that they're gonna have to postpone some of the release dates for the fighters pass volume two yeah which is fine i mean it's it's obviously not ideal but you know i would rather everyone be safe and you know make sure that they stay healthy and you know whatever it's like it sucks but it is what it is you know we 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 just gotta gotta just deal with it enjoy the other 80 characters in the game (laughs) right exactly exactly all right so let's hop into the mail pot and uh, we'll close it out here this week so if you want to get your thoughts read on the air, just like all the fine folks who wrote in this week did, you can hit me up at Pete at Lupots.com, or you can head over to our Discord channel, hop into the Potscast chat, and every week we throw up a, a, a call to arms when we're ready to collect questions. So you can go and get your questions uh, added there. And then sometimes we throw up a Twitter thing, but people don't usually respond, so I often forget to do it. So <laughs> if you're one of our Twitter people and you want to see it there, I'll, you know, I'll start doing it. But you got to send me questions. So it's a two-way street. You know what I mean? All right, so I think I said this last week. There are a bunch of questions we had to skip because we just ran out of time. Uh, so we're going to take advantage of this somewhat slow news week and hop into those. All right, so this one comes from, wouldn't you guess it, it's a Sobe. All right, so a Sobe writes in and says, hey there, Pixel 1, Pixel 2, and Pixel 3. Joke's on you, bitch. None, zero of us are Pixel. <laughs> Pixel's always number three anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, here's my question. Yes, singular for this week's mail pot. With Smash Bros. being the biggest crossover fighting game ever and Mario Kart slowly turning into a racing game with characters from multiple Nintendo games as well, what genre would you like to see Nintendo do a crossover game of next? Here's one idea by me. And now here's the thing, Asobi. You're like, oh, I only have one question this week. My man wrote me three paragraphs, it looks like, <laughs> with his pitch for this game. Are you kidding me, Asobi? <laughs> it's a novel! But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read a little bit of it. It's called Pocket Pixels. A game very similar to Pokemon when it comes to fighting and collecting things to fight with. Where you're a kid in a world where some company created the biggest crossover game ever by connecting an AI on a server to all the video game Wikipedia pages in existence. And making a turn-based combat game around that database that everyone can access with their Pixel Boy. Which is basically a Game Boy, Link Cable included. You get new characters, or pixels, how they're called in that world, by collecting items related to that character, be it the games themselves, comics, or other kinds of merchandise. Of course, some of that merch is very rare, so you'll have to get it from someone else by buying it for an insanely high price or by completing missions for them. Um, He goes on, let's see, (laughs) items wouldn't just be... He's got, like, it's so... There's literally, like, two more, like, paragraphs here of... of, uh, 
of just like mechanics and stuff. But you get the idea. So if you guys were going to make your own Nintendo crossover game, what would you want to see it be? Like what genre would it be? What what games would cross over? My favorite Nintendo game really um, that I could see this working with outside of a racer would be putting different characters into Splatoon. And not just being like Inklings, but like a shooter. Let's give um, Mario and Luigi a uh, a gun. I'd be very happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that um, a lot of Nintendo franchises, in particular, would work well in like a Mario Strikers environment. So, oh, yeah. Let, let's let's say, for example, like Kirby. Like Kirby could suck up the ball and like spit it out, and that's yeah. like his shot. Like I, I think that would be pretty cool, Samus. That'd be perfect. Yeah, or like um, they they, could, they should do that. Like they've got Mario Tennis, and they should just expand that and add different characters. Just get the villager Smash in tennis. there, for example, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair yeah. point. Yeah, I would love that, and I would love if Nintendo like really committed to bringing back the sports franchise games because like you don't get a lot of fun arcadey sports games anymore. So like doing one with the entire, you know, Nintendo cast would be awesome like i would love love if we got like an nba street style nintendo basketball game oh, that would be, be we've all got giant heads heads and stuff. yeah big head mode <laughs> like, bring it back you know <laughs> i'd be happy for them to like um bring back nintendo land as well and like do yeah. something more with it that would be cool or um do like a nintendo party so it's not just mario party and we've got like all of the crew in I feel there. like that's what Nintendo Land could have been. That's what Nintendo Land should have been. <laughs> yeah. Like, that I would be real down. I would definitely be down for like that. Like a bunch of mini games as a party game and give everyone a Joy-Con. One, two, Switch that, they could have done way more with as well. True. Yeah, and that's really all I want. Like, I don't really... I don't, I don't get that jazzed about video game crossovers, so like that kind of thing is really what I want, where I can just like play the characters in a, a game that I would already want to enjoy, like that, you know? Like, I don't really... Like, I feel like between fighting game and kart racer, it's like, that's kind of the big two, where this kind of thing makes sense, in my mind, anyway. Unless they were going to do like a shooter, or like a MOBA or something, but I don't really want those things, so you know? Uh, all right, so let's jump into the like several questions that we got from Ram that uh, we several. didn't address last week. It's uh yeah, it's like six. Jesus, um, plus some new ones. What's your favorite question you remember from Asobi? My, my, <laughs> fa- my favorite thing has been the the Pikmin like blast round for for. Yeah, are you Park. kidding me? That was so good. That's clearly the best yeah. one. The Pikmin lightning round was to die for. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. As with. as the editor, I I try to uh, block out a soapy's questions. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but respect, buddy. You know, you know, we love it, but you know, that's half the show, half the time. Oh my god, <laughs> half the editing is is chopping up your questions. Damn it. <laughs> what is your favorite flavor of monster? Sugar free. Uh, it's the only one I like. Ah, see, I drink Monster every day, and I can highly, highly recommend, uh, this is sugar-free. There's a lot of sugar-free ones. I, I drink the white one. Okay, that's the, um, oh man, what is that one? I have that in my fridge right now. I usually go for the, um, Ultra Sunrise. Really, right, really I'm good. looking at these Is that up, the orange one? Orange one. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Do you really drink Monster every day? Every day. At least please, one. Please stop doing that. Dude, my, I need it. My ex used to drink White Monster all the time, and it's fucking disgusting. And I genuinely do not know how anyone drinks these drinks. They are absolutely vile, and you should really <laughs> just drink a coffee instead. So no. here's the thing. Uh, coffee's not as strong. And that's Have two. Real Have, reason. like, three. I don't know. It's just at least it, it tastes better. No, it doesn't. That's the problem. I hate the taste of coffee. Ugh. I like tea. I drink plenty of tea. Oh, but well, tea coffee's great. Coffee's but with, awesome. with with Monster, I, I used to drink uh, this Rockstar thing they have called Punched, where it's like a fruit mm-hmm. punch, and it, uh. it tastes like atomic uh, Hawaiian punch, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I had a situation when I was uh, – back when I was doing Let's Plays with my buddy Thompson over on um, one, one my old channel uh, – I, I was like, yo, man, I'm dragging ass today. Can you stop and grab – like when you stop and get something before you come, could you grab me a, uh, a rock star? And he brings me a sugar-free monster by accident, and he was like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll drink this. And I was like, oh, I really like this. And then I got super addicted to them. Yeah. <laughs> I get the um, gigantic 24-packs of the orange monster dude i saw one of those when i was buying emergency supplies at bj's and i really had to like make myself not get it because sarah would have fucking murdered me (laughs) i i highly recommend it (laughs) all right next question do you say pop or soda 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 pop wow you guys call it pop or is that just like nobody here calls it so soda nobody Maybe like really? fizzy drink uh, or pop or soft drink. Fizzy drink is fizzy so funny. Drink. Like, fizzy drink. Okay, well, some of you lot, some states in America just call all all fizzy drinks Coke. So you can't Yeah, be, that's you can't, dumb. Yeah, I know it's dumb. So you can't be having a go at us for calling no, it fizzy drink. No, I can't because I'm going to have a go at them too. <laughs> and saying, oh, what Coke have you got? We've got some Fanta. We've got some, some Sprite. What Coke do you have? <laughs> what kind of Coke do you have? We have Pepsi. <laughs> what? <laughs> So I'll tell you what. It's the quickest way to give me a damn aneurysm. Whenever I'm at a, a restaurant, and they're like, "I'm like, oh, can I get a diet coke?" And they're like, "Is Pepsi okay?" And I'm like, "No, it's not okay." Pepsi's way Bring better. me a water. Pepsi is way better. Pepsi sucks. No, dude. it doesn't. I can't Pepsi even tell. Pepsi Max the is so good. Pepsi's the worst. Pepsi's <laughs> and the raspberry Pepsi flavor, raspberry Pepsi. Oh my god. So Ram asked, similar to Asobi's question, if you could see two Nintendo IPs cross over, which would you choose? I swear we've had this question before. We probably have. And I was like, we need to do like Animal Crossing and like something else. I can't even remember. I don't need, I don't, (laughs) I wouldn't, I don't need a crossover. No, I don't need another crossover. I want, I want an IP crossover. I just want, I'd be happy for Nintendo to give their IPs to more third party studios. That's what they should do. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. And cross mode with other things. Cool. Like the Mario Rabbits was just great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that game ruled. Uh, how many more Zelda games do you think there will be? As many as they can make. Ever? Yeah, Infinity. Are we, are we on about, like, just for Switch? Like, I think there's here's, probably no, going to be the one question. Main. It's, it, the question is, how many more Zelda games do you think there will be? And my answer is either one, and that's Breath of the Wild 2, and then the world ends, <laughs> or a million. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll make them in forever. Mm. So. There you go. Uh, last question. Favorite video game soundtrack? Oh. I think we've gotten this one before. My answers are Undertale, mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon Gens 1 and 2, so red, blue, and yellow, and gold, silver, crystal. Uh, I liked Masuda better as a composer than as a game director. I'll tell you that. 
Not throwing shade. It hot sounds take. Goddamn amazing. It's not a hot take. That's a that's a well established take. And then I think my last one would be Animal Crossing. I like Stardew Valley, Persona Five, and Katamari Damacy. Oh, that's a good one too. Cool. Hey, if you guys haven't listened to it, the original Splatoon soundtrack. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. That was just like... I I spent all that... I don't know what that in-game currency stuff is on Smash because I've played that game so little, but I spent all the (laughs) stuff I like accrued to buy all the Splatoon music so I could just have it playing. I, I love how the Splatoon music is just like... It's like the most... Like, com- like, there's no way to say this without it sounding like a dig, but I don't mean it that way. It feels like so, like, late 90s, wow. early 2000s, like, skateboard culture. Exactly. But like, when it beca- but, like, when it became mainstream, like, it feels like it's, like, what if, like, an old Navy commercial was, like, <laughs> writing, like, punk songs, you know? Like, it's, you know, like, it's so, like. It's, it's, it's true. Like, it's true. But, like, at the same time, it's that. And then you just have squid noises in it. And it's just, like. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it reminds me a lot of like the music for like Sonic Adventure. But, like, oh, I love the music for Sonic was, Adventure. But if it was like pop punk yeah. instead of like butt rock. Yeah. <laughs> the best music on a Dreamcast game was Crazy Taxi, though. By far. It was yeah, are you Taxi. kidding me? So I can't good. believe you like that soundtrack because you don't like punk. Yeah, but that soundtrack's good. I think it's nostalgia now. Yeah. Like, I just, I, it reminds me of my childhood. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. The Offspring kick ass. Uh, all right, this next one comes from o- Jarno, a.k.a. Olaf, who says, <clears throat> Oh, and don't know if this was ever asked, but just a casual question. Most underrated Nintendo game ever created? I, I have an answer. That's a huge one. I have, I have a right away answer. What? Um, I think this was a collaboration between Nintendo and Goodfeel. Kirby's Epic Yarn. People shit on this uh... game. This game is fucking awesome. I swear I they're playing this through on Kotaku Split Screen at the moment. They're playing a Kirby game Are through they? on Kotaku Split Screen. They did Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn. Have you played that? No. You see? That was the 3DS. You, that's, that's the, the 3DS, 3DS yeah, remake, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I got Kirby's Epic Yarn for the Wii for $10, paying $40, <laughs> you know, for <laughs> Epic Yarn Extra or whatever, you know, didn't make sense to me. But, you know, that to have it portably might actually... Uh, when it drops in price. Might not be a bad idea. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Steve? Mine is Warrior Land 4 for the Game of okay. Events. I absolutely love that game so much. And I don't think enough people have played the Warrior Land games at all. Uh, I would love to see them bring them back. They're really, really great uh, 2D platformers. They've only ever really been, I think, on uh, handheld consoles. But I think they could easily expand that over to the Switch now. Give it some of the, like, 2.5D style, like the new Super Mario Brothers game has, but get Wario in there as a character. When they switched to doing WarioWare games, they kind of just stopped bothering putting yeah. him in other stuff, and it's a bit of a shame, really, because they were great games. Yeah, it's like, do both. It, that's what like, I was going to say. dope. They can live, but... like, they could coexist, I think. I, I think yeah, so, we too, like, yeah. We got, like, nine Mario series telling me we can't <laughs> have two different Wario series. Yeah. Like, Totally. I would love to see them continue the Game and Wario thing. Oh, Game and Watch, well. yeah, they were so good. The Game and Watch gallery yeah. games were amazing. Yeah, and they I feel became like mixing the two of those up was very cool. They became um, the Game and Watch uh, collections became like my Nintendo or Club Nintendo exclusives 
um, when they came to DS, which was a shame as well. Like, you couldn't just buy them. Yeah. But, you know, that that happens. Um, so this is, like, tough. For a while, I think I would have said Link's Awakening, but I think that that, like, feels like a not great answer now because it just got remade <laughs> and, like, people are kind of all over it again. So I think I'll go to bat for another game that I am one of the few people that I think really, really love, which is ARMS. I love ARMS. I think ARMS was so fun. I played it competitively for a long time while it was out. Um, I had a lot of great times with it, like, especially early on in the Switch's life cycle. And I feel like it's a game that, like, it didn't sell that well because, like, there weren't that many consoles in the wild. And it was a new IP. There wasn't that much hype around it. They kind of gave up on it. It was a little content light. Like, it had a lot of things going against it. And I feel like now, like, nobody talks about it. Nobody remembers it. And that's a bummer because I was really like, hoping for an ARMS 2. I really enjoyed it. A huge part of that problem is because Nintendo didn't give it enough of a go. They didn't keep giving it content like they did with Splatoon. I mean, they kept putting out characters. People just stopped playing. Yeah, yeah fair point. Because they were like, oh, like, there's not that much to do. Like, the story mode's I also mode's don't light. think it works that well for me. Like, it's a really weird, like, viewpoint. And I know it's kind of like Punch-Out!, but it just it feels strange to be punching in a 3D space from that angle. You can't really get like a perspective on where the other person is. Oh, see, I don't know. I totally disagree. Like I got I got so into it, you know, so like maybe I'm biased, but that's not typically my kind of game. And I got super into it and was like, I'm going to become ranked number one. And I got to like I think I got to like seven or six before it was like, oh, my God, I can't beat anybody. They're too hard. How did you? <laughs> play because you can use the pro controller or joy cons right uh yes i I, I use joy cons for me i use the pro controller okay um i started with the joy cons just because that's like you know it's fun but like when i was trying to get serious about it i started using a regular controller Hmm. i am loving this so to those of you who are listening to this the normal way we're actually streaming this live on twitch just to like test our stream out and everybody in the chat is going to bat for arms right now and it's making me really happy um, well, Ram uh, says uh, arms is wonderful. Asobi says arms uh, is great, just, just lacks content. I'm sadly, I'm disagreeing with everyone because it's not great. It's not great. Asobi said arms is one of the few fighters I played competitively. Ram says hot take: arms is the fifth best game of 2017. <laughs> what else came out in 2017? We had some real gems in 2017. That's like a that's a that's high praise, honestly. Be the fifth game best game that year. Oh, get out! Rams saying like Rams doesn't even have. Uh, Mario Odyssey in the list, so you know you can just forget what he's saying. Well, listen, I don't, I don't have to agree with Ram's opinion unless it's backing up what I'm saying exactly. So, hmm. you know, fair enough. See, Ram said he forgot about Super Mario Odyssey. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Okay, so I'm gonna stand by that. Arms is the most underrated Nintendo game. I'm glad you all agree. <laughs> Chris asks. Are you guys self-isolating? If so, how are you going to cope with the boredom? Animal Crossing and getting through backlog seems to be what most people are doing. Okay, so I, I'm interested to hear this. Like, the advice in the UK at the moment is that um, we should socially distance ourselves as much as possible. Yes. Work from home where possible. But we can still go out for supplies. We can still... We're not meant to go to pubs and restaurants and things like that. But they're still open and people are still going because they're absolutely insane. Um... But I'm pretty much staying home as much as possible. I've only gone out to go to the supermarket or to get supplies for other people. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. 
I'm I'm also in that that boat. I uh, I work from home anyway, so it was easy for me. Sarah was sent home from work last week, and since then I've literally only I walked to my landlord's house, which is two blocks away, to drop off my rent check, and I went and got supplies twice. So other than that, I have not gone outside. Like I'm basically yeah. a cave person. It's terrible. Yeah, uh, it's... In terms of how you're going to cope with the boredom, yeah, I mean Animal Crossing is going to be a big one for that i've also been um i've been like using the downtime to like take care of things that have kind of been like stuff i've been wanting to do but i haven't really had I can't time for go like over I how got... tidy your basement's looking let's just put it that way what's that your your basement's like your like space is looking way tidier than it was yeah right and that's where i've been yeah. using a lot of that time is like i i cleaned out a lot of the remaining stuff in my basement uh i i got all the streaming gear set up that's why we're live on twitch right now um so I've been like doing some stuff like that. Uh, I started rewatching Thirty Rock. I was watching like some, you know, I've been like watching movies that have been on my backlog or checking out TV shows I've been meaning to check out. Like Sarah and I watched The Outsider, um, which was that HBO show based on the Stephen King book. So I've just been like doing a lot of stuff, trying to keep busy. Like I've got a big list of comics that I'm gonna go pick up and read. So just trying to make sure that I have stuff to keep me busy. But right now, it's been so tough because all I want to do is play Animal Crossing. So I feel like once I have Animal Crossing, I'm going to, like, probably want to do some other stuff after a little while. So, you know, just trying to make sure I have stuff to do. But it's nice because, like, I know for the three of us, we all live with our partners. So, like, I'm not totally alone. Like, I'm hanging out with my best friend every day. So it's, like, it's not the worst Mm. situation. I'm I'm the exact same as you. I'm just playing um I'm playing Divinity Original Sin at the moment. Um my partner's been playing a lot of uh a lot of office games on the Xbox, which has been cool that we've just been playing in the same room. Or just watching T V shows. I've watched The Stranger on Netflix, which has been really good. I recommend watching that if you haven't. It's kind of like a uh, Stranger. It's kinda of like a thriller. It's a it's a British show. Um, that's a Netflix original. I don't know if it's everywhere. It's a, if it's a Netflix original, it's really annoying. Um, I've definitely seen the ad for it. That sounds super familiar. Yeah, it's this it's this woman, and she comes up to a guy in the beginning of the first episode, and he's at like a, a football game with his wife, and he goes up to this. Uh, she goes up to this guy and says, um, uh, "Your wife lied about her pregnancy. She completely faked it. You need to go home and you need to check your bank account for." Uh, for this place and he's just like what the hell like who are you how did you know this and, then, and she's like yeah you want to check that your uh your other kids are yours as well and like Damn. it like sends him like in a spiral and like he's like trying to find that's out crazy everything. it's a really cool premise for, for a show I, I recommend watching it if um you're into that kind of thing nice what about you dj dj what are you going to be doing uh luckily <laughs> unlike a lot of people unfortunately i'm able to work from home um, which is good, so you can socially distance yourself. But to kind of get over that, it's only been a week, and I've been going insane. Um, Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, the very little amount of time I used to spend outside was very precious to me, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I lucked out in a lot of ways during this whole thing. Um, I picked up running as a hobby a few months back, so, you know, I can... I live in the middle of nowhere anyway, so I have places I can run. No one, no one really goes to, uh, so I'm kind of isolated. I can get outside. I can run. Um, honestly, I haven't been playing many games. Um, I'm just looking forward to Animal Crossing, and um, I've been starting to watch uh, with my girlfriend 
Have any of you seen that show, The Nanny? No. Yeah, yeah, I've seen <laughs> The Nanny. Fran Drescher, no? <laughs> Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's like a 90s sitcom right like, yeah yeah it's about uh this woman who like basically accidentally gets hired by this super rich family to be their nanny and she's like this very like uh fran drescher has like a super like nails on a chalkboard kind of voice she's this very like fashionable like hip young woman or whatever and like really has no business being anyone's nanny because she has no experience it, it's very funny yeah, and the the father in the show, um, I don't know if he's actually British. It sounds like he's just putting on an accent. Um, so I'm surprised that it's it's. You know, who is it? Who, who plays the father? Let's have a look. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Literally, all all I remember in terms of like names of the characters, except for the main character whose name is Fran, because that's Fran Drescher's name. Yeah. I remember the end of the theme song is. The flashy girl from Flushing, a nanny named Fran. That's all I remember about that show. Really, uh, the father's name is uh, Charles Shaughnessy. Charles, Charles Shaughnessy. Yeah, That's a real Irish Charlie. name, Shaughnessy. He, he is British, apparently. Oh yeah, Actual I've seen Brit- him on TV Actual before. British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actual British. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here. He's, Shaw- in Shaw- real, he's in some real <laughs> crap. Like he was in a TV movie, Harry and Meghan becoming royal. He became he played Prince Charles. Yikes. Yeah. So he's he's in a sitcom with uh with Fran who Fran Drescher. <laughs> puts on a New York accent. Is that her real voice? Yeah, that's her real voice. There you go. It's it's is it very, not like done up a notch, you know, like Karen in um I'm sure Ryan it is Grace. a little bit. Yeah. I'm Check sure it out if I'm, you can. Check it out if yeah, you can. Yeah, it's a good show, though. Or at <laughs> least my, my memory of it is It's funny. It's actually funny. You know what? The other thing I'm doing, Disney Plus is launching next week, like just in time. Um, and nice. I'm going to binge all of The Simpsons. You can nice. watch Mandalorian, finally. I can finally watch Mandalorian, legitimately. Check out Baby Yoda. Baby yeah. Yoda. Okay. So, jumping into the last question. This one comes from our own Chloe. She asks, aside from Animal Crossing, what are you planning on playing through the quarantine? I think for me, the most likely candidate is Doom Eternal. I've been looking forward to that game. It's reviewing super well. Uh, I like the first one quite a bit, even though I never really, I never got around to finishing it. Um, yeah. I mean, it looking all it. depends on how long the quarantine's going, uh, uh, going for. So, so today they said it may be we may be able to leave our homes and go back to work on the 12th of in 12 weeks time so three months i've got a fair amount of uh games to play because we can't go to any cinemas or go to the arcade or go out for dinner steve, steve play fire emblem so i'm not please, playing fire no, emblem no, 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 please play fire Animal emblem Crossing, now's your chance divinity original sin resident evil 3 uh, i may pick man. up doom eternal man. and i really want to play the outer worlds i still haven't played that game Oh, you really should play that game. It's great. It's also on Game Pass. It's, I've downloaded it. It's on my Xbox. I just haven't play played it. Play it for free. Uh, yeah, there's oh, yeah, got, so got much other to stuff to do. Will you please play Fire Emblem? Right, what you should I prioritize? Will. Fire Emblem or all of those other ones I just said? Fire Emblem. I'll try. I just don't think it's just, for me. Steve, just do me a favor. Play the game. Pick your house. And, and I knew play what for house like, I was going to play. I was going to play the Leicester Alliance because it no, was no, the no. same name as my no, no. city. 
you knew what you were going to pick, but you didn't actually get to the part where no, you pick I it didn't. in the game. No, that's true. Right, which yeah. is the, where the game starts. You literally didn't even finish the tutorial. No, so I all I'm no, saying is play the game for like <laughs> five hours. Like okay, play, like get play into the, the game for five hours. Then will I or yeah, have I? Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do it eventually. Exactly, I'll do this eventually. It's like... No, but you're asking me for what games to play right now. I'm you didn't <laughs> listen. All right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You pick up Fire Emblem and promise me that you'll get past the tutorial and play for a few more hours, and I promise I will clock five hours in The Witcher. All right. Okay. I'll 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 try. Deal. I'll try. Deal. All right. That's not a deal. That's a steal. Okay. A steal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of the podcast if you guys uh were some of the lucky few who caught it live thank you so much for putting up with us through all the uh, technical issues and for joining us here in the, the chat and everything um we'll try to make a regular habit of this and we'll work out the kinks so that it doesn't drop every five minutes or whatever uh <laughs> so Again, let me just remind you where you can support the show. If you guys are uh, you know, tuning in again here, um, make sure you give us a like on whatever your platform of choice is. Subscribe to the RSS so you know when our, our uh, weekly episodes go live on Mondays. Uh, come connect with the community. Join us on our Discord. Hit us up at Lupots on Twitter and uh, Instagram now this week. So go check that out. Um, we're, we're live on Instagram now. So uh, go, go get more Lupots in your feed. Uh, you can also visit us at LootPots.com for our news and reviews. Uh, head over to Twitch.tv slash LootPots, like I said, where we're going to be streaming games and probably the podcast sooner or later. So go check that out. Get involved. Subscribe. Show your support. Help us reach affiliate status. And uh, make sure you tune in for our next Animal Crossing stream. We had our first one last Friday, so we'll have another one up this week. Uh, go hit all those channels I just mentioned, and you'll be able to see it. If you want to write in like some of the other folks did and get your thoughts read on the MailPot segment, remember you can hit me up at Pete at LootPots.com. Dot com. Follow at Lupots on Twitter and grab the weekly thread or join a, jump over to the Discord and hit us in the Potscast channel. And uh, last but not least, head over to Patreon.com slash Lupots. Hit us at that $5 level and you'll get access to our Patreon-exclusive show, After Dark, where we talk about stuff that's not Nintendo. Steve, what did we talk about last time? You know, I really can't remember. It was... I don't remember was, either. Oh, we. I know the next one. We really do Oh, it was to, COVID. We, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't because yeah. we were talking about we need to put all together our playlists for each other. That was at the end. We talked in the last one. We talked about Corona and muffins, and oh, we muffins. argued about puddings. Yeah, I remember. That was the a good muffins. one. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, great episode. So go check that out. And uh, I don't know what we'll be talking about this week, but I can tell you it publishes tomorrow. So I hope you'll go check it out and show your support. Helps keep the mics on. And uh, we'll catch you next time for another episode of the podcast. Stay safe and uh, have fun, Islanders. <laughs>